Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all my supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. To all the lovely listeners and viewers for checking this out, I appreciate it. For those of you who are joining me today to talk with Munder, aka Mega Man, aka Joe, for coming onto the podcast today. First of all, Munder, thank you so much for joining me. And, and secondly, how's it going? What's, what's happening with you tonight? Well, I'm happy to be here, first of all. You know, I love me a good talking about you know a discussion about melee is uh one of my favorite things in this world you can catch me talking to my friends about melee for hours and hours and hours at a time so to be uh put it into a medium and sort of you know kick it and talk about it is you know probably one of my favorite things in the world so yeah i'm happy to be here how about yourself how are you doing cypher yeah i'm doing great i am Let's see. I've worked a I've worked a longer day today, so I'm still like shaking off like work vibes. I'm trying to get into more of the melee vibes. So a great way to talk about that. We could we can do something that's a little bit topical. We could talk about either rankings or or Summit 13 results. Which one's more appealing to you? I am. I think there there's kind of a natural t- like link between the two, but I think it's more important to first talk about Summit. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because this summit in particular was maybe one of the wildest, like, like the most volatile, unpredictable summit formats ever. Like, so summit is this historically, we use summit as like, okay, well, here are the best people in our format or whoever the 16 best people are at this, at any given time. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're not the best. Maybe you're, you like to produce good content. I digress. Uh, but we we do te- we do try to use it to quantify you know our skill ranking. But that's hard in an era where uh, you know we're 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 getting out of this contextually post pandemic, uh, and it's it's something that sort of maybe it's not quite clear what the rankings look like because this in, this summit format was also kind of scuffed because we missed a few people. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they're interchangeable. What do you think? So my basic impression of Summit 13 is because of the COVID breakout, it already took a bracket of players that was a little bit more, you could say, you could say that having the top, top six invited players, you know, players like Mango and Plup and Leffen and Hungrybox, actually Hungrybox played into Summit 13, excuse me, but you have, you have those kind of players, the players that everybody knows, but then you had great opportunities for people, for players, whoa. Players like Blue, players like Salt, Mech, Salt, and yeah. and, all, and and shoutouts to Dark Genix as well. Dark Genix, yeah, and Frenzy from all the way from UK. Oh yeah, they, you're, you you love to see the European uh, representation. You know, it, it feels bad to be a Pipsqueak fan. The third summit, or maybe not the third summit in a row, but uh, history like uh, I don't get to go to summit because of the co- because of the pandemic. <laughs> Which you know, we'll see. We'll probably see you next time, Pipsqueak. I hope. You're doing okay. Uh, but yeah, there's just like a ton of new talent and all the talent. What's crazy and very exciting to me is that the new talent is keeping it competitive with the old guard. And that's something that before Slippy was not usually possible. Uh, for a very long time through Melee's history, uh, skill tiers were very established because there was no coherent way to get uh, consistent practice without obviously driving or playing delay-based netcode or doing all of these other things that take a lot of time, whereas now 
the the people who want to be the best have a consistent way to uh, grind it out and improve quickly, and that's why you're starting to see these phenomenal, ludicrous brackets that are so exciting to watch. So, Lod was on Radio Melee yesterday, and something that he specifically gave credit to in regards to his recent improvement was the fact that Slippy unranked for a little while was a little bit tighter with its matchmaking, where it would specifically, if you had a higher MMR, you would go against higher MMR opponents for a little while. That has since been changed, but for I think it was for I think it was for at least two, if not if not four weeks. Like it was at least it was at least two weeks. I remember it being so super cool to see even something like that. Lod said, "I'm not great at reaching out to people, and I don't have big chunks of time I can commit." So an unranked where I could just hop in, play a few games with people that are closer to my skill level, and then immediately hop off. That's perfect for me. That was one of the things that he specifically went out of his way to credit. Excuse me. So, oh, and before we get too far in the recording, wonder for those of you who are watching, you're you're at like the bottom of your of your square on the overlay. So if oh. you wanna. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, is there a way for me to uh, change that? Hold on. Uh, uh, you're, if you can't move your camera... Oh, hold on. Let's see. Uh, oh, perfect. Perfect. Better? Oh, it, okay. went, it uh, went back, but... There? Is, I mean, you want it centered? Uh, no. Well, I mean, yes. In a, way, in a manner there. of speaking, yes. Well, uh, now we that... have... Now I can see more of your face. Yes. Great. Part of, part of your face was starting to get hidden. Your chin was frequently <laughs> frequently hiding. <laughs> I, I would feel robbed. I think everybody would feel robbed if they couldn't see your That's chin fair. specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, one, thing I f <laughs> one thing I find in particular is that um, the, as you get better at melee and sort of like as you're looking to practice more specific things, uh, like it takes a lot longer to like to to go out and ping ten different discords. Be like, hey, does anyone of this specific skill level want to play me? Otherwise, am I just gonna go have to reroll people on unranked until I find someone I want to play? Um, so that the change in the uh, I think that the MMR skill based MMR is still in place. I think there was a reset. Um, I, you, I'm not actually sure, but I'm pretty sure that skill based matchmaking is still still um in the slippy uh matchmaking I, th I, th I still think it's it's currently active but oh very uh, nice that's yeah. awesome so so the, the the result of that is no more like pinging people at here do you want to play for 20 minutes and then wait hoping someone responds and if you don't you don't get to do it cool so that's great for someone like lot or someone like you know these top tippy top players who are looking for very specific uh you know experiences to practice so the COVID outbreak, to get back to the original part of reacting to Summit 13, was very, very unfortunate. And I would say it's, it's the newest meta that we have with getting around COVID in a post-COVID world where we're trying to have IRL events. Most of the p people who went to this event were doing back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back tournament events. And, <laughs> of course, this is we're all super happy to get back to to IRL events, right? So we have Genesis, which follows immediately into Pound, which follows immediately into Function 2, and then Smash Summit 13. So uh, there, uh, not that it was everybody completely all going to all four events in a row, but you had a decent amount of those people doing that, and it's just unfortunate. I, I think of Pipsqueak in particular, yeah. who 
oh, it's so cool that oh, we got to so go to Genesis, got to go to Pound, got to go the function too, if I'm recalling correctly. I think yes, Peeps Peeps was there, excuse me. But yeah, he won uh yeah he won some big tournament was function it, two? Oh my gosh was it function two over no, 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 moki no, no, it wasn't fu it wasn't function ginger won function I think oh you're right Pips yes Week won like something over mech and low Axe. tide city it low was low tide, tide city. city sorry so he was looking getting them mixed so up. strong going into summit and then so if if that and also cypher if that wasn't the worst part of summit it was just so crazy we lost four players and then we got two back or something and then one of them just decided he wanted to like beat everyone else <laughs> plup, uh, <laughs> i feel like plup uh, he's he's either gonna win the tournament or get second if even i mean the fact that he was able to do that through through these mild covid symptoms i don't know props to him but also i you know i have conflicted feelings about the way the well, one thing i will say is props to the tos props to connor props to the summit people especially for dealing with such a weird situation completely unprecedented before nothing like this has ever happened we've had 13 13 of these we do them twice a year so you know you would expect something like that to happen at one point or another but i think it was really well handled and i'm really happy with the result and you know maybe it's not a completely accurate bracket to what the skill rankings are maybe it is we'll see I'm excited to see what this actually says about uh, the ranking, which is something that you had previously mentioned. And I think that's why there's sort of this uh, important... Yeah, I, know, I mean, the two are kind of correlated. We do heavily evaluate Summit, right? Yes, absolutely. I don't try to get into the ranking discourse a ton because I am the kind of person who just looks at a player, thinks for a second and goes... Oh, well, they should be ranked here. <laughs> and I'm not like basing it on the, on any spreadsheets that I keep. I do not keep spreadsheets. This is not the Melee Stats podcast. And you yeah, can find, <laughs> you know, I, I should say waiting for game podcast by Melee Stats. But the Melee Stats people, shout outs to Melee Stats. So Edwin, too. shout outs to Ambi making top 64 Genesis. Yes. Shout outs to all of those guys. Um, if you want to take a bet with Edwin, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not ready to become a patron <laughs> of Melee Stats just yet. <laughs> but we'll get, we'll get there. I'll get you, Edwin. Edwin, almost everybody's a friend of the program. Not, I haven't gotten people like Oven and YCZ and Practical Tasks, but I've had on Ambi, Edwin, Wheat, and Firepuff12. Oh, and the elusive Pika942. Shout out to Pika942. Shout out to Pika. Shout out to Fire. That guy is... A personality and a half and he's definitely left his mark on the smash community and that's actually in fact how we got connected i was getting annoyed at nintendo for some reason in <laughs> firepuff 12 sorry in the fire nation discord and firepuff 12 is fostered a wonderful community in the fire nation discourse so i was probably complaining about nintendo since i normally like complaining about nintendo especially rightfully so to be a, fair <laughs> in a melee related discord it's always the move and we went a little bit back and forth i forget exactly what the conversation was about but i ended up just being like oh my gosh if munder is here munder's a homie so let's just get you onto the podcast so I'm, you, I you, may or may not have invited myself onto the podcast. Oh, yes, absolutely. To be honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that being said, uh, you know, we, you know, fostering a community of people that are willing to enthusiastically talk about an, a specific niche is, is a powerful thing. You know, you, you, get, you get 200 people to talk about Melee for an hour. It's crazy what 
how different the you know the uh spectrum of topics that you'll be talking about <laughs> every day every every week it's something new and sometimes it's not something good you know i, I think it's quite fresh and uh in good ways and in bad ways melee offers a ton it's there are not a lot of games where you could have four or so active podcasts about <laughs> <laughs> about about a hundred different subjects <laughs> yeah yeah, so shout outs to shout outs to all the people creating stuff around melee. I I know that podcasting is probably the least flashiest thing. We were we were kind of on the discourse for a little bit there. Ryobeat made a tweet to the effect of I hope that a lot of melee creators step up during a time where we have a lot of eyes on us. And I certainly hope that people who can actually do videos super great do that. That's still not me, not yet. So I'll just keep podcasting and fiddling around with video essays here and there, here and there. Munder, I wanted to ask you though about your own your own story because I love I love inviting people on to talk about the things that they love about Melee and how you get how you get into the game, how you interact with the game and with the community. We already talked about you being in the Fire Nation Discord, Discord, but you go you go further back than that. So please tell me how exactly did you get into Melee? So I started playing Melee in around 2015, and my first major was Genesis 3. Wow. <laughs> so you can imagine how much of a tremendous impact that had on my life. You could, there's a video of me reacting to like some 64 combos in the front row. I stayed Woo! for the entire tournament. And, uh, you know, being in the front row of Genesis 3, I, that... It changes your life. <laughs> there, there, I, I, there, there's something beautiful about being inside of a, a melee uh, of a of a top eight venue that's different than than a major. And I think that really set set my mind like, hey, I want to play this game. You know, I'm gonna keep playing this game. And you know, I played through Dolphin, through Bad Delay Netcode. Um, and yeah, uh, when I started playing, I played at the local university. My father is a professor at Berkeley, so there was a scene at Berkeley at the time when I was in high school. So I would go there and attend the, uh, the soon-to-be, in 2015, Berkeley won the Melee Games. There was a very legendary run where they upset UC Irvine, and so that was another very influential factor. Players like Ralph, Dark Atma, Homemade Waffles all would come out, and so, you know, before, even before this, uh, before even net, delay net play, what, delay, uh, delay based net code was like even a standard before people were playing online um so it's, it's a very i come from a very different time and uh, in some regards i'm envious of the kids the slippy kids in others i'm not i feel like um going to a local and hanging out with people every other week these are it established something changed and now i'm in too deep and because my social net this is my social network right you know i, I think it's a beautiful thing really I am starting to get there. I'm still like kind of really started to lean in and about two th the end of 2018 smash summit. I want to say six or s I think it was six because this is the one that hungry box won and popped off on Zane when fucking fuck. All <laughs> I believe that was six, but e either or, and then chain that into Genesis six. Those were, those were two big, really live events that I watched live after spending years just going, oh, something recently big happened in Melee. Uh, I should watch a tournament sometime or I should get into it sometime, but I don't. And then I started, I was like, ah, oh, this is too good. <laughs> and so it's been, it's been slightly weird because when I started podcasting in the beginning of 2021 about Melee, I 
I finally get to go to my first IRL local after COVID starts to take a backseat, mainly because of the first round of vaccinations, everything like that. We're able to have a few IRL events here in Lancaster County, PA, and then I get to then I get to go to Pound this year in 2022. That was my first big IRL major, and I, I as of a few fun, days huh? ago, signed up for the Big House 10. That'll be my first mm-hmm. super major. Very excited to do all this stuff, but it is so weird because I could have done this a while ago when it's things funny. were I think, different. Uh, I think uh, once you go to the first major, once you get a taste of it, you're like, oh, oh, this isn't so bad. And uh, all the, you know, maybe all of the potential, you know, you know there's a lot of like people, ha- people, people are like, hmm, I don't know. Should I really go? It's a lot of money. It's a time commitment. Once you go to the first one, you sort of see, oh, well, uh, this is just what I'm doing anyway from 9 to 11 p.m., uh, but I'm just going to do it with a bunch of other people, a bunch of other people, maybe maybe be a degenerate, maybe not, you know, uh, to each his own. <laughs> I, I, yes, I definitely got bitten by the bug when I was at Pound, even if, even if a lot of parts of it were scuffed. I, I just, it was so cool to see Hungrybox pop off in person and throw a chair. It was so cool to walk around and recognize people that I'd interacted with online. I ran in, uh, well, I didn't run into, but error from new jersey messages me and says oh you're here at pound come and find me i'm over here and then i find i find error who takes me over to hoborg who hoborg and i have recorded stuff together before and it's just like oh it's so cool to see you here cypher check out my controllers right? <laughs> and i'm like they're beautiful hoborg it's like yeah here's my people these are my this i'm doing my favorite thing except i'm not just alone i'm with my people who also want to do my favorite thing Seems like a win-win to me. <laughs> Definitely. So for those who either say it's too late or, or who are on the fence, either way, I think if you go to an IRL Melee event, especially one of the bigger ones, you'll just kind of be swept in by everything that's happening. It is, it is overwhelming. It's a I, lot. I, couldn't, I literally couldn't walk up to everybody that I saw because I eventually just went... Oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. So, you know, I took it I took it slow for the most part and tried to pace myself and not just immediately go, oh, I need to like film everything. I need to talk to everybody. I need to blah. I the just beauty of it, though, it easy. is that is that there's always gonna be another one, right? Mm. And there's a good chance that there there'll be some people that you like there and that you'll be able to do that again and not burn yourself out on it and you know get to enjoy every little aspect of it you know maybe you're a competitor maybe you're a spectator maybe you're just there because you happen to be there you know you know give it a chance right munder what events have you been in t- been to recently that are IRL have you been to any this year so far yeah uh you know recently i i try to go out i right now i go to school in uh uc davis so it's it's a little hard i'm a little bit farther out from my home region of the bay area i'm in sac the sacramento area so uh if, every now and then i'll carpool with the davis people which includes clg fat and we'll go over to uh, we'll drive two hours to um oakland and you know play melee and drive back so <laughs> townhouse time. the movie theater yeah, the venue we city, were there yeah yeah, I was. I went to both one and two. At the second one, me and my buddy, we beat Spark and CPU Zero. Well, that was fun. Well, <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, so go to yeah. 
in some, go to your locals, go to majors. Um, if if you're a slippy player and you've never been to one, you'll go go to go to your local. You might find you might make a friend or two you, that you might that might stick with you for life. So, did you get a chance to catch the 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 tempo and run riot versus SFAT and PPU set? Because you're a fan of doubles, you say so right in the right in the bio <laughs> on your Twitter at Mega Man yeah, was taken would... by the way. Um, yeah, so Run Riot and Tempo are excellent players. And what, so for those of you who don't know, Toph runs a King of the Cube tournament, which is sort of like an exhibition, first to five. What, whoever's on, sometimes sometimes it's singles. What, they, he did doubles once, and he did PBU versus Run Riot, or PBU, P, uh, PFAT versus Run Riot and Tempo. Run Riot and Tempo are two players who you should be on the lookout for. Obviously, they've already performed really well at whatever major they attend. Um, but PewFat seemed to put them in their place in that they need to work on a few things. And that's something that after watching that set, Kevin Toy was very astute on, who you've also had on the podcast. Shout out PewPew. Love that guy. Just moved to uh, Southern California. But yeah, uh, they, Run Riot and Tempo, are two players who are dedicated to doubles, which is something that we haven't seen for a very long time. Typically, the doubles dynamic and the meta has been two good players team with each other because they're good and they want to win money. And that's sort of like when doubles was really big, when Team UGS and PewFat were like the, the, the big rivalry, um, the only outliers to that were PewFat and UGS, who were both top static teams, right? They were both top players, but they were both also static. And Run Riot and Tempo are one of the first teams to sort of push this meta of, well, if we can be good and we can play together a lot, um, we can beat everyone else. Um, they remind me a lot of uh, Ralph and Dark Atma, who are two very strong doubles players from my region. Um, they got second at this Genesis, and I, I hope to see more of Run Riot and Tempo in the future. I really want to see them, um, you know, make waves at majors so that uh, we can see some more, maybe, maybe revive doubles, because it's, maybe it's not at the best point we've seen it in a long time. Um, you know, rollback doubles certainly helps, but uh, doubles being a one-day thing at majors is certainly indicative of the state of where we are with teams, at least on a large scale. I think that... Uh there are, there are a lot of different things. I've talked to people who love doubles about this on the podcast before who I forget all the names of right now, so I do apologize. But basically, I think that you have no major players who have easily understandable storylines kind of leading the charge on that. For a while, it was PewFat versus either Armada and Android or Armada Mewtwo King. King. So... And, and of course, there were other teams, players as well, but you need to have two kind of big weights going at it because I think the Five Gods storyline is so easy for most people to understand where they go. I'm going to watch a tournament, a singles tournament, and chances are these five players will win. Who can challenge them? Who, how will they challenge each other since they can all beat each other? That made... You, you don't have to explain a whole lot beyond that, but for doubles, it's tough because you go, well, it's cool, see, because... Tempo and Run Riot are becoming really good, but they don't have a ton of chances to travel. I mean, they weren't at Genesis. It was really yeah. cool to see Ryle beat an Aura almost in one tournament performance 
make me go, I think that's my new favorite doubles team that I've seen recently. I'm so sorry, Tempo Run Ride, I'm being taken away by the moment, but Double Peach is so cool. <laughs> You don't yeah. you don't have the, the 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 big dogs leading at the front. I think that's that's to me is like the first thing. If you have someone who's got the crown, who's going to snatch the crown, that captures a lot of captures a lot of attention. I feel like from e even someone who just likes melee but has a harder time liking doubles melee. Yeah, I think a lot of that also stems from the fact that there's a you know, like you said, these storylines are less apparent and B, there's a lot more happening. And uh, that sort of inhibits a lot of people from, or, or it, it inhibits like the spectator sport nature that singles is that where you see something very obvious and that it's exciting, right? Oh, the crowd is excited about this very specific stock that was taken because it was a zero to death. Wow, everyone gets excited. That happens in teams, but the mo it's uh, there's uh, there's it's more innocuous, which makes uh, if you if you don't play teams, it's hard to watch teams. Is is the way I view it. Whereas it's not hard to watch singles if you don't play singles. But then I play doubles, and I go, "This is so <laughs> cool." <laughs> just that's the problem. A lot of people just tend to play singles. Yeah. Thankfully, though, thankfully. There are hopefully going to be players like Tempo and Run Riot who continue to pl check out Slippy. I mean, you technically have Slippy unranked, you know, you do the little workaround, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, hopefully you know, that continues time, to be a thing. For a long time, we had the, the you know, Fizzy, uh, like a year ago, he was like, oh, type WC and go all red. And this is a hack until he was like, I don't like building a hacks on top of hacks. But here, if you want to play unranked West Coast doubles or East Coast doubles, search this. And that was all fine and dandy for the East Coast. But for the West Coast, we're still kind of back in uh, Discord matchmaking mode. For those, you know, when I play teams uh, with others, there I have, you know, maybe five or six static teams players that, or teams that I fight with my teammate. And that's sort of a result of these are the people that want to grind doubles seriously. And the rest of the people just kind of want to play net play doubles, which, you know, what? if you want to play, if, if that's what you want to do, you want to play some fun doubles, that's cool. Right. Um, I think that the East Coast in that right, I think Run Right and Tempo or Run Right specifically streaming helps that a lot. The East Coast, the un unranked doubles East Coast queue is full. It's always there's that uh, you can you can you can, you know, at 10 p.m. PST, I can type EC into the. Um, doubles matchmaking lobby code and find some teams with people on the East Coast and be okay because I'm on Fiverr. Uh, I digress. <laughs> I think it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, yeah. Um, I hope more people try teams and try to take teams seriously and, you know, watch, watch historic team set because there's a lot that you can take out of teams and apply to your singles play. One of the big problems, though, that, you know, uh, players like Dark Atma talks to me about, he says, you know, the reason you don't see a lot of people grinding teams is because you can just grind singles and be very good and out singles people in teams. But uh, the best of the best are the ones who can do who have that singles prowess, but also understand the conceptual difference between uh teams and singles and i you know it's too much to get into in in one hour podcast i could talk about the intricacies and differences in how to play teams for three hours but i won't i'm gonna leave it at this very baseline abstract concept that um you know 
take it or leave it, right? I, th I think uh, if you don't want to play teams, that's fine. But it's always there for you. And uh, to anyone listening to this, if you haven't played, tried to play serious teams before, I seriously, uh, I seriously recommend it. Find, grab a buddy, grab someone you like to play, you know, melee with, and you know, multiply it by two, and maybe you'll have a lot more fun. That's my take. Okay, so here's my idea: more stages for doubles. Ooh, yeah, I. Uh, you know, there's a stage expansion mod made by uh, some of the creative Melee Discord people. Shoutouts to them. Shoutouts to Squid the Cat. Shoutouts to all of those crazy nutters who, you know, <laughs> pushing the game as, to make it as cool as possible. But yeah, they have a competitive stage expansion. And I think it'd be cool. I personally think that Teams still has a long way to go in terms of punishes and, like, specifics. Like, like the meta of Teams can be pushed so much more because we sort of all dropped it all at once. And so we don't really get to see the UGS, the PewFats of the world do the combos and sort of like find routes that are faster or kill more or, you know, take less time. Because, you know, the things you get in teams, what you value, what, what is valuable in teams is it, it value. There's a different you are required to have a different skill set if you want to play teams. It's there, there are other things you need to practice that singles players who don't play teams often complain about. And I think that. Uh, while, you know, it'd be cool to add more stages. I think that if, if there's still a lot for us to work on in vanilla teams, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, okay, well, if you don't want to do more teams, the, the, the thought process that you have with the meta not being fully developed is so true because the meta is not quote unquote fully developed for singles. So think about all, the, <laughs> all yeah, 20 exactly. years <laughs> that we've been trying to push singles. So many more people push it. Then, if you even if you if, if even a quarter of it is true for doubles, just think about sixty years from now, Munder, we could still be digging up so many gems for doubles. And we have this beautiful netcode that is never going away as long as you know we continue crowdfunding it. Support support <laughs> fizzy. Yeah, support yes, fizzy, those please. servers cost money. Go to the they're, Patreon they're... now. Please go if you are not a fizzy uh, patron or have not been a fizzy patron at one point in time. Do do yourself a favor. You know you're, you're watching this podcast. This podcast probably in part brought to you by Slippy. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, another person that you should. I also want to thank for actually before we didn't doubles rollback actually wasn't a thing until like 2021. We had singles rollback for about a year before doubles rollback came out. Yep. And one of my good friends, Enzyme, was just one day was like, hmm, you know what? I want to build doubles. You're <laughs> friends so, with Enzyme? How cool yeah, is that? So Enzyme, my, he's, uh, he, he, one day he was just like, yeah, uh, you know, he's a, he's a CS nerd. I mean, uh, I respect the shit out of all of my computer science friends. I have no idea, you know, as an English major, <laughs> I, that, that is far beyond my comprehension. Uh, but, uh, you know, one day he was just like, yeah, I'm going to build doubles. And it was, <laughs> and here we are now it's integrated and, uh, we can play dubs forever anywhere. It's beautiful. Did Enzyme ask permission to do that from Fizzy? Because it didn't seem like that was true. <laughs> nope. <laughs> For a long time, uh, the West coast doubles discord was the only place you could get rollback teams and so we had an influx of like 200 people join all at once because they were like oh i want to try rollback teams and you know when i first tried rollback teams i was skeptical i was like you know 
in my, in the past, this doesn't really seem like something that could happen. You know, singles rollback is fine. And then, you know, I tried it. I played one session and I was just astounded. I was like, wow, this is better than singles sometimes. Uh, <laughs> because everyone who you play with in teams usually has a good connection. <laughs> so more often than not, I find myself wanting to play teams more because I find people with better connections <laughs> and who are also closer right i mean you sort of have that natural limitation anyway yeah you know what's crazy is that they've been they've run they've ran doubles tournaments uh like i feel like uh so my friend trey the trash man runs a tournament called garbage connections Gar garbage connection and uh me and azel entered the doubles tournament and it was not region locked so we had east coast and west coast and playing teams on three frame is not that bad is, is what I will say. I think that um, smashers are kind of babies about lag and that uh, there are some examples of terrible, unacceptable connections, but there are also examples of places where it's like, we could probably have an unregion locked tournament and play on three frame if everyone didn't stop complaining about it. <laughs> Yes, of course. And I don't know that Trey the Trashman probably wouldn't even want to touch that because as soon as you do something like that, somebody takes it to Twitter and, oh, here comes the Twitter discourse. Oh, all these people no. that don't no, normally play lock. Melee, don't normally play on Slippy, all of a sudden they got opinions. Who are you, right? Yeah. Like, wh where do these people come from? I feel like something controversial happens and then someone I've never heard of has t t 200 likes and 20 retweets. <laughs> And an anime profile picture. And an anime profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're we're sometimes you know, uh, this you know we the 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 game we play you know sometimes we forget that the people or at least I forget the people I interact with have huge followings and you know uh, sometimes I'm it's outside of my realm of you know like this is way too much for me. <laughs> So if you are someone who is a melee enjoyer and likes doing all the things, you have yourself a little spot in the community that you are inhabiting, inhabiting, excuse me. Is there a spot where you feel like just, just sort of the same way as getting better at melee, most people hit ceilings, even if they're artificial and they say, all right, I'm plateauing. I could figure out ways to get better, but this is where I'm good with. Would you consider the place where you are in the community to be your plateau where you'd like to be, or do you have ambitions of doing more? I think that melee, I mean, this is like, bear with me here. The, the game we play is sort of this like uh, problem solving simulator that if you can figure out how to like register and combine the perfect element the perfect multiple amounts of elements of improvement including self-study practice uh practice against better people practice against worse people uh etc if you can do all of those uh you'll sort of see the improvement but there's no natural like hey this is how exactly how you get better yeah there's no you, you can get to level two this way right you, you know it's sort of a self journey and for me you know, I've been playing the game on and off for six years and I'm trying to break out. I feel like I've reached a level where I can no longer sort of aimlessly like just play to get better. And for me to beat anyone better than me, 
I'm going to need to put in some serious time and effort. And that was something that sort of came to me as after Genesis, you know, Genesis was kind of a wake up call for me, like, hey, I'm not practicing very efficiently. I could be a lot better than I am right now. And, you know, in the past month or so, I've sort of tried to get past that plateau. You know, I think uh, but improvement is not steady. And we all have slumps and we all have good days. And uh, you need to remember that at the end of the day, uh, you should never put your self-worth in Smash. As, as much as you feel like the emotions, as, as bad as you feel after bracket, after being like, wow, I practiced so much. This was so hard. I, I didn't do what I wanted to do. Don't, you know, you're, you're having fun. You're playing your favorite game. And uh, keep working at it. And for me, that, that, that's the way I see the game, at least. You don't want to make it into a job or into something where you're dreading doing it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's never been a job, right? I mean, it, 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 it's a job for like 30 people yeah. <laughs> and then the 70 other people who it's kind of a job for, it's not really a job for them. It's like, they're really good at it, but they're not like, and, and then, yeah. So, so like Melee has never been a job and we have to remember that like, like, you know, Aiden's been over this whole, you know, Melee and money thing. And, and, you know, we have to remember that at the end of the day, we do this because it's a journey and it's a fun one. It's a frustrating one, but it's a fun one and it's a rewarding one if you put in the work um, and you see the results. Yes, of all the self-improvement self projects, we chose to do it through Melee. <laughs> through a children's party game. <laughs> children's party game is self-improvement simulator. You heard it here. Yes, with totally, totally reliable controls <laughs> and... The Community's always been and no fun issues loving. in the community, yes. whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. I mean, that was one of the. I mean, I don't know. I never had like this uh, feeling of I'm not welcome here thing because I never actually stuck my neck out that far. When I first heard about Melee, I just got the impression that, oh, I have to like really be into this to be welcome somehow. Like, you have to prove how much you love the game. Yes, I love the game so much that I practice 20 hours a week every week and I can play this well. I didn't want to be the O2er who gets made fun of, but I am the O2er that gets made fun of. I just and that's okay. finally you know, got the nerve to say that's okay. Yeah, and and as soon as you figure out that there's like you that it, it you can go on Twitter and do the protagonist thing like, "Oh wow, I got third at my local today. GG's guys." Like you can do that <laughs> if, if you want to do that. <laughs> cool. Uh but like at the end of the day, we're just a bunch of people who want to play a game and see how crazy we can get at it. And that's a crazy. What's a crazy clip that comes to mind for you? It can be recent or all time. Just like in general or yeah, like, sure. It could be like, anything. It could be mm, even one of your own clips. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. Oh man. I'm just thinking about that whole salt. The, the, there was a, the salt versus blue set where uh, the first game of the tiebreaker, Salt just runs at, like, like as soon as the ghost, before the ghost screen because of port priority, Salt runs at Blue, knees him three times, and kills him literally right as the game starts. I, like, that is the uh, epitome of exhilarating melee. And sure, maybe it was Captain Falcon. I, you know, it was pretty cool. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> You probably saw on the Discord server that uh, Gumball, shoutouts to Gumball, is not a fan of Captain Falcon. But, you know, that's... Uh, and that's another funny thing that Melee players have. Uh, you know, every, everyone's a hater of at least one character. Whether you like it or not, you, you have a character you dislike. 
And uh, there's, there's a very funny meme about that where it's like a bunch of Falcos talking to each other. Look at these mindless constructs each and uh, and um, I just think it's funny that we like to complain so much and I wish we'd sort of remove that from our uh, discourse but of course I think that's uh, the nature uh, and maybe a reflection of the top people who like to complain leave it at that complaining <laughs> makes the world go around Munder yeah it does but it doesn't produce results <laughs> <laughs> exactly well it does it doesn't do all that much unless you actually go do something about it you know the clip that i think of especially in recent memory this is probably one that i'll remember for a long time is the bobby big balls on ibdw i wouldn't consider myself oh, yeah, a huge i would not consider myself a huge bbb fan but i mean that's like that's like a top 10 clip for the year probably because Yoshi's story, you get the laser, you get multiple double jump. wall, wall <laughs> jumps, excuse me, multiple wall jumps to this nasty edge guard. It was, yeah, that was I, as so a bird extra. fan in particular, <laughs> you know, that's just going to be love, with me. I love the extra. I think melee clips are trending towards, uh, just how extra can you get? <laughs> like, like, like before it was like, Oh, he finished the zero to death combo. Like, cool. Wow. He was consistent. Now it's like, how crazy can I hit? How how ludicrously nuts can I convert off of this and and, and find something that's never been done before? I love yeah. it. I want to. I want to. I, I I want people to continue experimenting and going nuts with melee because the engine is, you know, stupid fun and we play it for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Squid the cat, Ryobeat leading the forefront in my mind for that. I also love seeing Justice clips. Justice from Justice Texas. Clips. Shout out mm-hmm. to Just. Yeah. Oh, I I was very inspired. I just recently watched Justice's combo video featuring his friends. That that was emphatic. He's he's an, a brilliant player, brilliant editor. Love his commentary. Uh, he's a doubles fan too, so of course I have to respect him. Oh yes, Justice <laughs> yeah. will. Uh, Justice, Justice called that out on the and podcast soul. when yeah. he was talking to me. He's like, yeah. People yeah, don't play doubles. More, people don't respect doubles, doubles players. <laughs> I think, yeah, I actually super agree. I think that it's, there would be more doubles players if, uh, you know, there were, that we had an, if we had an extra day to run a major, uh, everyone would enter doubles. I think that's my hot take. I think that people don't enter doubles because it's requires too much energy and they're focused on singles. And that's kind of been the meta for the tippy top for a little while, for a long time. That wasn't the case. You know, people would enter singles and doubles. It's like, oh, here's a money opportunity. But uh, people realize that that uh, maybe doubles is too much effort and they wanted to, you know, put their effort into singles instead, which, uh, you know, I have mixed feelings about. But I think that um, in the coming years, we'll see teams like Run Riot and Tempo, people who are dedicated to the cause, who are also good at singles, uh, rise to the occasion. That's my prediction. I think it'll take a little while, but... Um, as long as there are players who put in the work, we will see results. One example, and of course I mentioned them before, is Ralph and Dark Atma play doubles almost every day, and they're tippy-top players, static partners. You know, they've they've had showings at Genesis for a long time. You know, I think Genesis six, they got like third or fourth. You know, they they've always they, they very consistently make top eight, um, and I'm excited to see teams reach like like the master rank in melee online, sort of that level of skill caliber play i want to see them play more teams and try to push push towards you know maybe revolutionizing the meta because it's not quite there you know i I think it's still going to take some time and i'm I'm very hopeful that you know maybe teams like justice and salt run right in temple that they'll show up um so shout outs to all you dubs fiends out there i hope that 
um, you continue grinding and uh, your progress will be made very apparent soon. You know, there's God of the Mod, there's King of the Cubed. What if there's something that somebody eventually decides, you know what, I'm going to make this my thing where just doubles, exhibitions, and tournaments that lead up to a bigger in-person event for top qualifying teams? Because I've always liked that idea for singles, Smash World Tour, I like the concept. You build enough points, you go to the Smash World Tour championships, and then you play in the finals. So that that's that's a great concept. It would be cool if you could do that for doubles, <laughs> but since they don't seem to be doing that, who's yeah. who will eventually be that person? I, I know that there are so many different projects around Melee where somebody says, I want to be the person that does that. So it probably has to be someone actually stepping up and doing it and finding someone who's wailed up with some money to the try real, to throw a little some sum at it. The real answer is that, you know, they tried to do a double circuit a few years ago. There was a, there was the fuse double circuit back when, you know, UGS was playing and I'd love to see something like that. But right now it seems like um, streamers don't like Summit, for example, doesn't run teams because it doesn't get enough viewership. Doubles crew, sure Cruise are, was hype though. Yeah, I mean, Doubles Cruise was cool. I'd love to see at least like sort of, if not a, if maybe if not a double Summit, like an invitational of some kind for for tippy top doubles teams because uh, you know I think there are. You know, I, I don't think the 300 team bracket of G8 represents every single top team that wants to compete. I think that we've we've yet to have a place to cultivate this tippy top talent. Or we had one but for a while, but we no longer have it, and it's sad to see. And I understand why Summit doesn't do it, but I wish that they would bring it back at least alternating years or something like that. Well, you know, if you got uh, doubles fans, I'm assuming that Connor, shout out to Contra, who. Contra. Yes. And I don't know. I feel like Mikey has to at least like doubles a little bit. A little bit. It's true. We've true. been talking about doubles a lot because you love doubles. And I I enjoy doubles when I see it on the screen. Like I said, doubles cruise that at, at Summit 13. That was fun. That was fun. But then the problem with me at the same time is that I'm one of those viewers that also goes. Who won that? Um, <laughs> that's like that's totally my problem. Fair. That's totally fair. And that's kind of a result of the format. It didn't really matter. It was kind of like content, right? Uh, the who won thing. I mean, the for especially for doubles crews, it's confusing <laughs> because you're having multiple pairs of people swapped in and out at multiple times. I think for the regular doubles format, uh, having yeah I, I think the the problem with like who won thing yeah like we were talking about it earlier it's the storyline thing i don't think it's quite there yet but uh, i expect great things of teams to come so then what else are you looking forward to for the rest of this year are you going to be trying to go to some other events that happen especially especially up there in norcal or what's what's the story for you and 2022 so I'm graduating college in like three weeks. Well, well, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I think the plan, I won free entry to Riptide through a Twitter contest, which is cool. So I'm going to go to Riptide. That's and cute. then I think I'm going to try to do like a gap year and go to a few majors before I start working. Um, yeah, I want to go. I want to go to a few of the smash camps. Um, and I want to go to a summit at some point in my life. I want to go to a big house. I've been to a bunch of the other major tournaments, 
But uh, I want to give it one last hurrah and, and try, you know, serious competition before uh, maybe I put competition. I'm not retirement, but, you know, put, you know, playing a lot of Melee primarily on the back burner, right? I think it'd be cool to uh, maybe make top 64 once, right? <laughs> Well, I could tell. I could tell you, as as a as a father and a husband, it's it is very hard and a full time job. Hard to dedicate a whole lot of time to actually playing. So, and then I also podcast about this so often that I go, wait a minute, <laughs> when am I playing the game? But I'm gonna have to eventually let go of my pride with like the production side of podcasting and go. I should just play. Play the game, yeah, privately. No, Sometimes the hardest thing about getting better as a melee player is sitting down and uh wanting to grind out things and not just like get distracted and go all willy-nilly and just be like cool hey i'm playing the game all right i'm done <laughs> Ooh, I'm shiny doing... and i'm also like i'm also like trying to help i'm trying to help 717 melee come back irl not that we're trying to rush into it unsafely that's the whole point we're trying to get back into it safely we're having a really hard time finding a venue this has been our theme ever since the end of 2021 we have yeah. not been able to find a venue that's gonna actually work for us uh so like my I'm buddy nathan sandwich has uh uh shared uh similar stories to me of the struggle of finding a venue in uh his home region uh so yeah i, I know how that is i i understand that you have to i feel i feel uh a great necessity to thank all the tos who continue to do it to to, to run your tournament despite maybe little to no thanks little to no uh compensation you know these people go out of their ways to find venues pay for the venues expect don't necessarily expect to go positive and they're still doing it and we're still going out to the tournament so shout outs to the tos finding a venue is hard we need places with lots of electrical outlets we need to be able to run extensions we need to be able to put crts places you know, we're not quite in the era of Melee where uh, everyone is running monitor tournaments. Some monitor tournaments are run at places where they have monitors. Uh, but uh, in my experience, I'm still seeing lots of people lugging out their CRTs. God bless their hearts. <laughs> uh, Catch me lugging my CRT to yeah. <laughs> the big house and um, to the IRL event whenever it comes back. That's what I'm I think to do. lugging CRTs, honestly... <laughs> To me, it, it, it cultivates a sense of community. It's like, hey, look at all this effort I'm putting in to bring, you know, the equipment necessary to be here. I like this game a lot, by the way, guys. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, that's, that's what that says to me. Oh, please, please, caring CRT builds character. I'm borrowing <laughs> that from one of the Deadpool movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hope locals continue to go strong and i hope that we don't face another shutdown of our community due to covid19 i hope that uh whatever the plan for the future our community we're, we got really lucky not every community got as lucky as we did over the past two years rollback is so unbelievably awesome and it we didn't think I, I was talking to my friend about the idea of rollback and uh he was saying i have no idea how that would be feasible and yet here we are right yeah. Two, two years running strong through quarantine. So I'm thinking about my recent conversation with Cadence Plays, who runs the Only Noobs bracket, and said that for one of the weaker or one of the weakest parts of Melee's marketability is about how hard the game is. I'm just thinking you're talking about different things, but what would you consider is like the weakest chain in the, in the melee armor? Is it just the fact that, that the game is very hard to play and that in order to produce reasonable 
top 100 level results you have to play for I mean, you can't do it in a week. You can't do the it in two weeks. The thing about Melee is that it's not a game that tells you how to play at all. <laughs> you can pick up a Melee controller. You can give a Melee controller to someone who's never played, and they'll look at you like navigating the menu, and they'll be like, wow, how do you do that so fast? And to anyone who's played the game for maybe a year, it's like, yeah, oh, I just do that, right? I think... Well, the, the, the thing about the accessibility aspect of Melee, and it's getting easier for people through resources like Smash Tutorials, uh, SSBM Tutorials, uh, etc., all of those content channels out there trying to make things easier. I think the thing that's so hard about Melee is that it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't hold your hand. Um, if you want to learn something, you have to go out of your way to scour the hundreds of thousands of resources throughout the internet. And while that's gotten easier, uh, it's not as easy as just picking up a switch and you know playing your favorite ultimate character and i think um, <laughs> with all that uh, lag <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um i think in some ways though melee is uh and while it's very less accessible technically and like you're rewarded for playing more and putting lots of time and you're not rewarded when you, if you just pick up a controller and just start playing. It doesn't work like that. Uh, and while I think that's not very accessible, I think in other ways Melee is more accessible than ever. I think that um, finding resources to practice um, the aforementioned difficult things is a lot easier than it was five, ten years ago. I think uh, modding your game, making your game look cool. You know, Slippy has allowed us to... Uh, uh, modify the aesthetics of melee which is something that is more accessible than you'd think for other fighting games um but in general i think accessibility comes down to uh age <laughs> and um yeah I, I think that the difficulty of melee never can go understated um you have to be able to learn how to execute and then you have to be able to learn how to choose when to execute and then you have to learn how to do it under pressure and then you have to learn how to do it consistently. So there's like a lot of levels of things you have to learn how to do. Um, and oftentimes it just calls back to the basics, right? So I'm interested to hear your thoughts about when people like Kadoran call out West Coast and say West Coast isn't grinding enough or there's not enough of the West Coast people out there on a regular basis, like out there doing the, doing the grinding and the training and the working for, for Melee. I yeah, feel I mean, like I, I feel like that if if you're noticing another region being stronger, you, you, you obviously look to that and you say, Well, why aren't we doing that? And and I guess the United States is very tricky because Europe can say, Well, we're Europe and Japan can say the same thing and South America and so on and so on. But we're two different coasts or and then a middle co a middle region too, right? It's, yes. It's hard to say. I think for the most part, Kadoran is 100% correct. As a resident mango lurker, uh, I hear Mango talk about his opinion about this, and he's like, yeah, uh, right now the West Coast is definitely weaker than the East Coast. And part of that has to do with, uh, it, it seems like a lack of motivation. There aren't as many grinders on the West Coast as there are on the East Coast right now. Um, and that's reflected in Summit results, actually. Um, you know, the, the highest placing West Coast player was Plup, and then outside of that, it was Mango and Kadoran. Who, who's um, still sort of East Coast, are, even if Plup is in Oregon. I mean, yeah. we get I to mean, claim... We, I'd like to claim Plup on the West Coast. But 
you know, uh, I, I can see why Mango could forget Plop moved to Oregon a few months ago. It hasn't been that long. Well, it's also been like Mango and Plop haven't played it together on stream yet, have they? Uh, I think I heard aforementioned rumors of them playing later today. So. Yes, well, Mango was saying on his stream yesterday, he's like, yeah, Plop wants to play now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is great. I want to play great. I get to play Plup. Don't have to play 70 Ping Zane. <laughs> and uh, for any of those net play enthusiasts who know what it's like to play above 70 Ping, I'm sure you can understand Mango's grievances, especially as you get better at the game, right? I'm sure that the discrepancies between LAN and uh, um, 70 Ping Melee become more apparent the better you get. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can't. I think, honestly, I can play 70 Ping Melee and be fine with it. Uh, but, you know, whatever floats your boat, right? Are you just built different, Munder? Because I'm, I'm I, talking to Slumlord, and Slumlord is saying there is a difference between CRT and Monitor. I used to make fun of the people who said there was, there was a difference, and I would have told them there's no difference. But now that I've played on CRT a lot, I, Slumlord, think, oh, my gosh, there is a bit I of a difference. I wouldn't play a serious tournament set on monitor in 60 plus ping, but I think that it's perfectly reasonable practice for almost everything, including punish game and like practicing your neutral game, practicing all these basic things to get down so that when you get on the CRT and push comes to shove and you have to play this player and it's time to clutch out that last stock, you can. Um, I think that people overemphasize how different some of the things are and that if you're trying to play serious melee uh, in that kinds of conditions, then, you know, that's on you. <laughs> uh, that's not what it was built for. It's very flexible, and that's coming from someone who's played delay netcode, where if you had yeah. a little <laughs> bit of a bad internet, it was not playable. Falco combo, Falco pillars were broken because you didn't get to DI because sometimes the game would stutter and it would drop your input, right? Like to me, like like these these quality of life changes make me less complaining about that sort of thing. Where in the past I would have been like, wow, I don't want to do this. This is awful. I quit, right? We don't have to deal with that anymore. And after that's a really big after two weeks of new people playing on Slippy, they should be forced to play one session on delay based, and then <laughs> they can go back to rollback and be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm never complaining again." Like it's like an automatic requirement. Congratulations, yeah. you played two weeks of Slippy Melee. Now, <laughs> please enjoy a blast from the past. You will now play on delay based netcode. Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the computer screen saying literally back in my day. Now stop complaining. Subscribe to the Patreon. The the uh, oh boy, uh, uh, it's not it's not patreon.com slash slippy. It's patreon.com slash fizzy thirty six, isn't it? Thirty six. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. I mean, there's it is that. indeed fizzy thirty six. All right, that was my final guess. So let's just say I was right. Anyway, let it be known, Toph would spank us at Melee Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah uh, well i'm sure he would get that fast oh my than. gosh that is an interesting category patreon channels melee stats melee you're stats. the next time you have to do jeopardy for golden guardians uh, gg melee channel you have to do patreon for you know see if how many people can guess it but you can't do your own patreon <laughs> <laughs> come on edwin come on edwin edwin we've been over there <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it at the beginning of the of the video but you can't put it into the into the category too <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, 
Yeah, no, I mean, speaking of the, you know, and we talked about it before, but uh, the media revolution of Melee is very apparent in the past few years. People have finally, you know, I think quarantine was a great opportunity for people to grow their streams for other, like, like Zets, for example, is someone who's doing, making great strides with the younger generation in TikTok. Made. Uh, Zets is retired from Melee TikTok. Oh, I mean... He did. He did big things. Is my point. Went out. You went know, out on top. Ugh. Went out on top. I hey, miss Zets. <laughs> um, but there's, there, you know, we're 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 expanding from just uh, to to new types of content, and I'm excited to continue to see how people venture out and what choices. You know, I love video essays. I love combo videos. I love. It's. An, I love. I love. I want to see what melee becomes and how people use this community to. Uh, express their mediums and their passions because that's that's honestly what makes me happy is you know well for example any of the melee stats video essays we, you know we talked about melee stats before they uh, uh um there's some really good you know uh, there's just some very there's stories that that need to be told that haven't been told yet and i think that it's up to us to sort of foster that and uh you know make sure that the media we make is not just the the same stuff we've made for the past 20 years, right? I really hope that JMOOC signs with an org that has this sort of stuff in mind because I think part of the great stuff behind Golden Guardians is their idea of saying we want to do content. So I think what they do is great. I would also love to see an org have like a priority of saying we want to tell stories and we have a team that can do that. I don't want to say that a team would easily rival Turn Down for Wald or Awesome Sauce right off the bat, but... If you have a team of people who are constantly editing, story writing, shooting, interviewing, all that other stuff, and able to put out, say, maybe like one big-ish content piece a month, I think with JMOOC behind That's it, golden. that would be yeah. awesome. Excellent. I think that, yeah, um, as, hmm. yeah, I think that I heard rumors of JMOOC signing with, Clive, uh, with, with FlyQuest, who currently sponsors Kadoran and also added added JMook on Twitter. I saw that. I saw yeah. So there's rumors of that. Obviously, it sounds like he's planning to go full time, which is awesome. You love to see a new top tippy top person committed to it. Uh, um, the one thing I was going to say about FlyQuest before I let it slip my mind is that they help they sponsor TMT, and I think TMT is a huge proponent and like like beyond media. These these are the things that orgs can really help push are like these like established repeated events that attract a big crowd because yes. that's how we flourish. I think um, there, there we didn't really have something like this big where top players would attend, especially a ladder format that did not exist. And now that it does, it's very exciting because there's, you know, um, main bracket is always stacked. You know, it, it seems like even though that the West Coast isn't grinding, we we, we have some grinders and I yes. expect to see I expect to see uh, <laughs> those people make making results. Hopefully, shout out <laughs> to fiction. Get, You're going to yeah. put a big prize ball with the tourney. I'm going to enter the tourney. It's free money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fiction, um, you know, and, you know, it's been like that for a while. Right. I mean, we fly out. I mean, people fly out people from all the way across the country uh, as feature matches. Brandon, for shout outs to Brandon Homey Waffles for uh, like flying out people from Arizona, flying out Magi for the first town throwdown. These are like, these are the way we get people out there. One, getting your top talent, getting those figureheads, those names into your, um, uh, into the, uh, the title of your event 
does wonders, as it turns out. <laughs> so I think that between TMT and Salt Mine, so shout out to Salt Mine, like the uh, also like really big thing is consistency. And I don't want to dog on any of the tournaments that run weekly because 717 Melee can't do it, so I can't, I can't really get on them about that. But I think it's so important for people to know that on a certain night they can tune into a certain Twitch channel that they follow and know that they're going to see some good Melee. It's, it, it's, not at, it's sort of the same way with football and basketball and other major sports, I guess. They just like there's schedules and you sort of just stick to them. Uh, I don't want Thursday to... Thursday night football, you know, Monday nights or whatever. There's a very established brand, right? Yeah, but I don't want to like immediately say this is like the making or breaking thing. But what I really like is that TMT and Saltmine are both, they're both about as consistent as any big tournament that we've had recently that happened on a regular basis. And then, of course, the bigger Melee IRL events, NYC Melee being the, the platinum standard. Shout outs to the nightclub. Yep. Shout outs to NYC Melee. Shout outs to the nightclub for, for being consistent. It is so hard to do that. That's, that's such a big trick. But I think once you get that, then you're starting to draw not just 50 people who are all watching because they know directly someone who's in the tournament. You have 2,000 people watching and you have that's more true. and it's more. It's a big and stride. It's a big deal. These consi- like Mango, like, and I think Mango, I use Mango as the big Melee streamer, right? He uses Melee as a platform of consistency. You find uh, the game, maybe the game is, uh, it's not, we're not ultimate in the sense that, like, you know, we naturally attract viewership because it's a new game. We attract viewership based on uh, notoriety, right? There's this sense of big events. When a big event happens, the viewership is, you. there's a pretty, like, expected, you know, uh, uh, there's an expected amount of viewers that you see. And I think that this consistency is going to make great strides for the tournament aspects of Melee. Because right now, the biggest Melee stream, the biggest Melee contents on on Twitch is all entertainment. It's not the tournament stuff. Usually, the, the numbers that regularly are getting 2K views are your mangoes, your hungry boxes, your laugh-ins, etc. Uh, and, and that comes as a result of an established brand. And I'm excited to see like TMT and Salt Mine and, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure there are plenty of other large East Coast Fridays, Rollback Rumble, all of these tournaments that are putting like, like a lot of resources and time into providing a quality uh, tournament online experience. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see them flourish. And I hope that they continue to establish this sense of consistency. And also, I'm continuing to gain more and more appreciation for the tournament series that are for beginner players or, or lower, lower level players because eventually those players become our best players. It's I mean, true. They're not there today. It's just that they have to go through the ropes just like everybody else if you want to be One good at this game. One of them is going to have a golden pathway and you know, you yep. get crazy good. You know, Zane did it. You know, someone, there was a commentary clip of someone saying like in 2015 at some MB, MDVA local, yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, Zane's going to be the best in the world. You guys don't know it yet. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> he... <laughs> That was he was that person was very well aware of the future. <laughs> that person also probably said that about maybe a quarter of the uh, other sure. competitors <laughs> on a fair. regular That's basis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but one of them's gonna be one of them's gonna be a thinger, right? <laughs> clip, it, clip it, ship it, clip it and ship it. <laughs> <laughs> so as we start to wind down, you were you were saying that you were had some you had some things that you wanted to talk about, so I want to make sure we have time to get to them. So 
What did you have on the docket that you wanted to address or talk no, about? I mean, we kind of naturally talked about everything. We talked about East Coast, West Coast rivalry, doubles, summit recap, a little bit about me. Uh, the only thing I'd like to mention is that if you are interested in learning more about Melee doubles, I recommend you join uh, one of or one of four or yeah, two of four servers. If you're on the east on the west coast, I recommend you join the turnip. Actually, if you're on any coast, I recommend you join the turnips team lounge. You'll find quality games and static teams to play, and also join Run Riot and Tempos, the dub hub, to learn more about teams and learn how team combos works and all the intricacies that don't exist in singles because it's really important. And if you if you have this interest in doing crazy cool team combos, that's the 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 first place to start that's that's just about all i had left to say otherwise uh i think we covered pretty much everything i wanted to talk about at the risk of sounding too facetious did you have any feedback for me that you wanted to share with me and the viewers no i mean i had a good time you know i uh i like talking about melee in a generally serious medium I think it's not usually something that I have the opportunity to do. I think Twitter is a bad place to talk about things seriously because of the character limit. And I think podcasts and uh, intricate discussion of a subject is the, the perfect place. And I think that you do a great job and I am excited to see uh, what more you have, that what comes out of this, this podcast. I, I hope that you continue to do this and you continue to, uh, you know, tell people stories because that's what's important in a community we hear the stories of people on the top you know we know all about mango we know all about zane we know all about these people but like what 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 is it that makes it special that makes the little guys want to keep going right and i think that's this is sort of what highlights that and i appreciate that yes big big part of my Mission statement may not be the right word, but I love hearing stories of people who enjoy Melee just as much as some of the big dogs do, and yet, you know, they're doing it for... <laughs> well, okay, you, you have to play Melee a serious <laughs> amount to actually be a top player, so let's not pretend that they're they're only I mean, have casually here, being right? a top player. That's So that's not also fair, because you also have top players on, so it's like, but you tell, you tell everybody's story. You're right, not, right. You're not honing in on a specific story that's been told a million times because that's not what people want to hear other than the origin Sometimes. story uh, everybody's got a similar sounding one but it's always it's always different to me and so that's why i really love hearing it but you didn't really tell a story about you or something or uh, a fun little thing that you've hmm. done either around <laughs> melee or otherwise you know we got to talk yeah. a lot about our opinions on things but uh, you know what i do want to hear a story tell me a melee story you know for me my time, uh, uh, one story, I guess, uh, on the way home from Genesis 3, uh, <laughs> me and my friend uh, got, uh, the, we were taking a bus and the bus left without us and we had to lug a heavy-ass CRT from uh, one train station to another <laughs> in the cold rain and it was sad, but it was okay oh. because in the end, uh, you know, I, it was a, it was a memory that I, I've actually looked back in and talked about with my friends, um, like years and years and years later. And, uh, for me, I mean, like my involvement, I'm a lot more behind the scenes in the Melee community. I try to do my part by, um, uh, you know, attending my locals, supporting my streamers. Uh, you know, may I moderate a few chat rooms. 
I'm kind of like a jack of all trades person. And maybe one day you'll see, you'll hear my story and maybe I'll make a breakout, but I, I, I'm perfectly okay with just being a community member and being someone who is, you know, there to participate and, you know, find meaningful connections, social connections. Right. That's great. Um, I'm happy that I, we got uh, one last story out of you because you did tell one or two throughout the recording, but I'm happy to hear about there's like baptism by water in this particular instance where you really say to yourself, this is what I want to do again in the very near future after a cool tournament. But then you kind of have like a bit of a downer at the end of <laughs> lugging a CRT <laughs> through the rain at night, uphill in the yeah. snow. No, not that bad. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> not know, a, not in NorCal. There's so, many, there's so many stories I could tell, um, and I maybe I maybe maybe a future episode I will tell wow. them. Wow, <laughs> there's so um, much more melee to be talked about. There's a lot of there are a lot of other people that have things to say, and I'm very excited to hear what they have to what you have to what what you can extract out of them because this is where <laughs> this is where you get out. This is this is the format where you get the juicy stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I really need to actually uh, think about that more often because I'm going, yeah, it's cool to hear people's stories. Wait, I just talk about opinions a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I think that's part of the nature of the discourse in like our game, right? We, we have opinions about things. That's what's been cultivated at the top as well. <laughs> Was sort of this, uh, uh, oh, here's my take on this, this, and this. People love hey guys, do you want to see opinions. my tier list? <laughs> here's my 2022 tier list. It's like, cool, okay. Like, if you want to, if that's what, if that's the discourse you want, that's fine, right? The ultimate SEAL test. SEAL, if you're still here, I don't think SEAL is actually a regular listener of the podcast, but SEAL is going off in the Melee Stats discourse, Discord today, <laughs> found a new Melee creator or an up-and-coming Melee creator, and SEAL was saying... This person references the first ever tier list where Sheik is on top entirely too much. It's just like a really bad bit. I hate it. I hate it so much. But it's like, it's fun. It's fun. I'm not that melee creator, by the way. Although uh, maybe I will be now. Maybe I will maybe reference you, the first tier list every time. You know, if if a bit is funny, a bit is funny. <laughs> but Lud made a lot of money on one or two bits <laughs> oh yeah yeah shout out to shout out to shout ludwig to will you be trying to go to the ludwig tournament whenever that happens oh Wonder? yeah I'll that's be there. i'm that... sure i'm sure i'll be there. lud if lud if lud will throw my at my community i'll i'm happy to oblige okay well <laughs> hey how about this i'm gonna try to be going to the lud event if you're gonna be trying to go to the lud event let's just do something in person that should be fun I'm down. that sounds tight awesome i can learn more about doubles we can record some matches i think it'll We'll, we'll we'll workshop it workshop you get it you get it because i i do want to try to get to that event i want to try to get to next year's genesis so yeah, all in man. good time i, lots I look of, ahead too much sometimes events to look forward to for all of us uh you know it may seem like things are just winding down but they're just starting up you know summit summit is just the beginning of of uh we're, we're back baby <laughs> Kind of. Please sort continue of. to be Little safe. Bit, Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Get boosted. Get vaccinated. Yeah. Get boosted. If you have COVID, stay home. Yes. Let's not. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I it mean, was a pleasure. And um, if you if you really want to go to a really big event, maybe don't go to uh, uh, yeah. a whole lot of other things leading up to it. You know, obviously you got to do what you got to do, but maybe if you can sit something out. I'm not even saying sitting out a melee local or something. I'm just saying like. You could like 
go to a grocery store or a coffee shop for all the for who, yeah. whatever cares and you can still have something smashers. happen before big house i'm gonna try to stay home as much as possible yeah, because no, smashers need to learn how to take care of themselves uh, I, I feel like one thing smashers are bad at or self-care <laughs> and you know there are many different ways i could take this i could call smashers smelly i could not i'm gonna choose not to <laughs> well um but uh, you know, yeah, and and this COVID, these COVID precautions, it's a self care thing. So if, stay home. I mean, yeah, like you said, the grocery store, any public place, take care of yourself before. Take give it a few days before you go outside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just catch me not trying to do anything leading up to big house other than working because I got to support my family. But like you know, other than that, I do not want to miss big house. Are you kidding me? No, for real. Oh. <laughs> so I, I I share the sentiment. Yes, so could please continue to be safe. But in the meantime, you can continue to catch Bottom of the Smash Mountain on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. So that's me. What about you, Munder? Where can the people Yo, find you? You can catch me at Mega Man Was Taken on Twitter, at Mega Man Was Taken underscore on Twitch. Uh, you can catch me tweet tweeting. Uh, you know, I'll be around. I hope that you had a good time listening to me and Cypher sort of ramble about Melee for a good hour and a half because I had a good time for sure and uh you know i hope more great obviously more great podcasts to come in the future yes to many more and to a future munder episode Woo thank you all for listening and watching thank you very much